Hello and welcome to the Ladies Best Life podcast. I am super hyped to have you here with me today. Today we're talking about a thing that we use inside the coaching club that is called scaffolding. Now I'm going to get into what it's all about just in a second, but for now I want to highlight a bit of a problem to you that will maybe make you relate. Maybe not, we'll soon find out. So Have you ever woken up and decided that today is the day? Today is the day I'm going to lose that body fat. Today is the day I am going to get fit. I'm going to do it for my kids. And then you go, right, what do I need to do? Okay, so I need to drink more water. I need to eat my veggies. I need to increase my protein. I need to get my steps in. I need to go to the gym. And then you do it for a couple of days and you're like, oh my God, this is so hard. And I actually just want a glass of wine. And oh my God, like, go to the gym again and my body's killing. Does that resonate with with anybody? Does anyone start there going, oh my God, yes, I do this every Monday. <laughs> or at the start of the month, there's another time that people are really compelled to start and they think, right, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to you know, be really motivated. I'm going to use willpower and I will do it. But then you get about a week and you're like, oh my God, like I can't do this anymore. So then you hit the fuck it button and you are on the train to ice cream town, you are self doubt has gone through the roof. Self loathing has gone through the roof. And you're like, what is the point? I can't do this. I cannot do this. It's literally not destined for me to ever be happy in my clothes again or to feel great. Listen up, honey, right? We've got you. There is a way that you can do this, but you're going to need to tame that little monster inside of your head that will want the results yesterday. That little monster inside your head that gets such a buzz when you can order something off Amazon and the very next day or sometimes the day it will be at your house. Okay, so we need to just nurture that little impatient bunny inside of us. I'm saying bunny because it's around Easter time. (laughs) So how do we go about this? Scaffolding, like I mentioned earlier. So if you are bored now of this cycle of we'll start again Monday, if you're bored of this constant um, success, failure, success, failure, but it's not really success, failure, you're just kind of spinning your wheels in different kind of directions. If you're really bored of that, you must apply something like the scaffolding technique. Let me tell you what that's all about. Now, we need to think about, we need to do a bit of an evaluation of your life, okay? So just have a sit back, get a notepad and pen and think to yourself, write some things down. What are the good habits that you're currently doing? Maybe you've got a dog, so you're already getting some steps in. Fabulous. Maybe you're great with water. You just have always been a really thirsty gal and you just want to drink all the time. Water. That's okay. So that could be that side of things covered. But perhaps... There are some things that aren't so great. You always snooze your alarm. You have coffee first thing rather than thinking about having some water. Maybe you haven't stepped foot in the gym in the past eight months, but you've been a member for eight years. Um, Potentially you're having chocolate every night, wine every night. Let's just start to have a look at those um, habits that create your life and think about which ones are good, which ones are going to be helping us towards this long-term goal. And which ones are not so good? Which ones are getting in our way a little bit? And from those, so then I want you to create a list, right? 
good ones, bad ones. Don't usually like to call them good and bad, but we'll just roll with it today. So the bad ones, which one of those could you change the easiest? Okay. So that it doesn't really have that much of an impact on your life. So I did a workshop not so long ago and this one lady was like, that's it. I'm not going to drink my glass of wine in the evening. And I was instantly like, bullshit, Shirley, bullshit. And she was like, you are, (laughs) she was not happy. I was like, you are not going to give up the one thing that you really enjoy every day. You're not going to do it, you know? And in time, of course, we can probably do that. But right now, when we're in this kind of world of I'm not happy in my skin, I'm talking to myself like shit, I'm doubting myself. This is all quite a yucky place to be in, really. We're operating from a place of lack rather than abundance, okay? So when we're in this place of lack, we really have to start to think about what, are, where is the low-hanging fruit? What is the easy win here, Okay, and it's not cutting out the thing you love. It could literally be the very first thing that you're going to do is not go on your phone an hour before bedtime because that's impacting your sleep. So then you're really tired the next day. Okay, yes, that will require some discipline. You're really going to have to knuckle down for the very first seven to 10 days until it becomes more habitual. You're probably going to need an alarm on your phone, ironically, to be like, put your phone away. You know, so when I've I've recently moved into a new property and um, I automatically put my phone charger on my bedside table, plugged in behind those bedside table things. <laughs> and I was going on my phone just before bed. And I was like, what am I doing? So now it's in here, it's in my office. I do not want my phone near me for the first the first hour of the day, maybe a bit longer. And the last hour of the day, it's me time. It's time to unwind. It's time to get rid of that blue light, you know, and let my head calm down. So maybe that's your low hanging fruit. Maybe it is a glass of water before your coffee, you know, and let's think about just pluck that that very first bit of fruit and let's stick with that for seven, 10, 14 days until it feels smooth and fluid. You do not earn the right to pass your first habit change until it is solidified. It's fluid. It's part of your day-to-day. And the impatient person inside of you will want to skip it. It will be like, right, yeah, I've got this down. And then you get to the weekend and you don't do it and you're like, shit. So, and you'll maybe have like jumped to habit number two by that point, but we need to do a good full seven days. So full weekdays, full weekend, then maybe you'll be ready to go on to it. But I don't think you will. I think it'll probably be 10, 14 days, maybe even longer. Okay. So let's stick with that first one. Then what we can do once we've laid that very first foundation is we can have the first brick you know, scaffolding, we can add that next layer, one habit. So if the first one is no phone an hour before bed, okay, seven, 14 days, whatever, you then could go, okay, now no phone an hour after waking up. Okay. That could then, so that is a whole month where you've literally just um, adjusted your digital time, which will help one, your sleep, So it'll help you sleep better. And then the other side of things, it will help you wake up in a calmer headspace, not constantly being bombarded with with information, which usually leads to comparison, anxiety, pressure, overwhelm, all those things that then you carry into your day. Okay, so let's focus on maybe those two things. That will take you to a month. You probably haven't lost a pound of weight since, but your energy will be higher. 
you will be feeling better. You'll be feeling less overwhelmed. And these things, when we're in a place of pleasure, when we're in this place of abundance, we can really start to make some changes to our physique from that place. You can't really do it from a place of lack too much. So commit to yourself. And what I would say is, like we talked about a moment ago is, Think about two lists, the good habits, the bad habits. We want to maintain the good ones and we want to slowly swap out the bad ones. Keep building on this list. So keep working on it. Keep fleshing it out and go, right, what's next? What's the the low hanging fruit now? Eventually it will be the bottle of wine or the glass of wine every night. Okay, and we can handle it because we're coming from that place of abundance. So when you're coming from that place of abundance, life is easier and you can get there, but not like that. You have to be patient. You have to allow for the scaffolding. You have to allow yourself to feel a little bit better in yourself to then push the kind of drop the hammer, if you like, on the fat loss side of things. Okay. Because if we can prioritize your sleep and get you feeling a bit less overwhelmed, you're going to be emotional eating less. You're going to be less tired to be craving carbohydrates less. You will automatically make better decisions from this state. So then next month, once you've done those first two digital habits, either side of your sleep, it could be get my five a day in. And when you get your four, even one, one, if we were doing this literally to the book, it would be look at how many portions of fruit and veg you're getting in now. Three. Okay. For the next two weeks, let's get four in every day. Okay. So it's not going from three to five because that's quite a jump. Okay. And some days you will automatically do that, but it's just going gradually building that brick by brick by brick. Okay. And if you think about this, right, how has the willpower, start everything. And then after a week, not be able to handle it. So you quit. How's that been serving you? How has doing it your way been serving you? Because you probably wouldn't be listening (laughs) to this podcast right now, or still listening if it was working for you. And this could be applied to anything, guys, not just fat loss, not just fitness. It could be business. It could be even building relationships around you. It could be housework, you know, in every area we overwhelm ourselves. So then therefore we are stuck in this position of paralysis. We can't do anything because we don't know what to do first. So we focus on one thing, the low hanging fruit. What is the easy thing to do? If you're thinking about your house, what's the smallest room to clean or the tidiest room? Or probably you could do this either way. So I would probably go the other way and be like a attack the, so we call it eat the frog in the coaching club, attack the hardest challenge first, you know, go for it. So what I want you to do is commit to the long-term game, commit to a year from now, waking up and being a completely different human with a list of incredible habits, feeling your best in clothes you feel incredible about, because you can get there if you scaffold but not if you try and rush it, not if you try and do the overwhelm rate. And a final point I want to leave you on is how can you link these habits and these action steps to your values? So if you value your family, how can you link you being stronger, calmer, healthier to your family? Because therefore you have a greater purpose for doing this. You know, it's not just about fitting in that small address anymore. It's about being able to watch your child walk down the aisle. It's about being here to see your grandchildren, to meet your grandchildren one day. Or say, for example, you value career. Career and um, serving is one of my greatest values. So how can I link me being my best to that? 
because I show up with more energy. I have an abundance of confidence and energy. I know I can serve and help women better when I'm at my best. So that is like, it's a no fucking brainer anymore. So how can you, again, this might require a little bit of reflective work, sit back and think, what do I value in life? And don't, don't just ask yourself that question. Where do you spend your time and your money? Okay. Cause that will show you what you value. Like so many people are like, yeah, I value my health, but I spend all my money on Mackies and alcohol. Mm. Okay. Then pal. No, think about where you spend your time and your money because that will show you what you actually value. Also, another good thing to do is Dr. John D. Martini, his values test. Okay. So go and give it a go. And they change and evolve all the time. Um, but linking your kind of self care, self-worth, self-development, personal development, this whole journey we're talking about here, the scaffolding, everything that comes within it for the purpose of getting you better. If we can link that to your values so that when it's pissing it down outside and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go for the run. Yeah, but we do want to be here in 20 years time to see my son walk down the aisle or um, Oh, I can't be asked to go and do that workout this morning. Yeah, but you've got a really hard meeting today and you will be in a better headspace if you train, even if it's for 10 minutes. See? So by linking these things into our values, it helps to fire us up in a different way. We're no longer, um, it's all about me, which as women, we find it really hard to be selfish sometimes and kind of put ourselves first. So if we can do it this way, it's for the greater good. I hope you enjoyed that today. Should have been thought provoking. Let me know your thoughts and I cannot wait to hear what your first action step of the scaffolding is going to be. Have a great Monday.